0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 118 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. Unfortunately, this is not the episode we had originally planned and that we had originally taped this afternoon at the church as normal. We had a special guest this week, Edwin Hernandez, who is president of Adventist University, and we had asked him to perform a minor miracle this past week. It was a task not designed for mere mortals, and yet he graciously agreed to take the challenge. We were together today in the studio, along with Andy McDonald, and we have been going through a few technical issues with our new soundboard, and we had a lot of help today at the church and in the studio, and somehow we came out with Zip Zero Nada on the audio. So we will work on that and get that back up next week. Unfortunately, we just missed a great conversation between the three of us and a closer look on this question, this great question series, and the message and the panel discussion that happened this past week. The message, of course, by Edwin Hernandez and the panel was a group from ADU, some of their professors and such. So I'm going to try to give you the – (laughs) The overview, the things that I remember, because honestly, this was a great question and all of them have been. If you've missed any episodes, as always, you can find those on the Florida Hospital Church mobile app or at our website, hospitalchurch.org. And of course, here in iTunes or on Spreaker. And You can find all of those at hospitalchurch.org slash podcast. Or in the app at hospitalchurch.org slash F-H-C-A-P-P. This week's question was, how do we know that the Bible is really inspired by God? Which, seemingly, was a big enough challenge in the first place. But then there was a secondary question that asked, who decided what would be included? And, almost as a third part, how do we know that they chose correctly? And first off, I just want to say that I absolutely enjoyed the message. I enjoyed the conversation that I had earlier this afternoon with Edwin and with Andy. And this isn't a topic that necessarily lends itself to being a typical or a traditional sermon that's something that's more formatted for that environment, but more of an academic or classroom setting. And maybe because of his background and him being at the university, it really seemed to work out well for him to present this message. He really went after this in a pretty straightforward, common sense approach that really laid out why we should trust the Bible is just more than a collection of ancient stories, but rather an uplifting book of life From the very creator of all that we know and are and who created us and loves us and wants to be in communion with us. The thing that drew me most to this message and drew me to this idea is at the end of his message, he shared a story that both him and his wife had laid to rest to their mothers recently. And within a three-month period, they lost both of them together the emotion and the description that he was going through, and the hurt and the pain, it was very evident on his face what this, what going through this had done to them, and the emotional toll that it had taken. But he followed that up with, it was really the scriptures that brought him through. It was the reliance on what he knew to be true that really moved him through this and moved his wife through this and their families through this ordeal. And I thought that really at the end of the day, everything that we're talking about here in this, how do we know that the Bible is really inspired by God? Well, he went through his message, and I would encourage anyone to go back and actually watch the message Again, on the website hospitalchurch.org or in the mobile app, because he laid out some pretty common sense ground rules as to why we can do that and why we can trust that it really was inspired by God. And secondly, when the panel goes through their discussion and talks about all the nuances of how things made it into the Bible and what didn't make it into the Bible, and those that were responsible for making those decisions. When you go through all of that, at the end of it, we're really looking at faith. Essentially, we are going to believe it or we're not going to believe it. And Andy had moderated the panel discussion, and he brought up an interesting statistic that I'm sure I've heard before but really hadn't sunk in the same as this did during this presentation, that last year, 2017, 24% of Americans did not read a book, not audibly, by listening to it, not by putting their nose in a book and actually turning the pages. 24% of Americans last year did not read a book. And as we, we looked through this and we go back to that, we really have to rely on faith. We can, we can look at what we believe. There's historical accounts of what we believe, and that, that supports our belief system. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to faith. And I think those of us that have a a propensity to believe, and that's maybe the way we were raised, it's what we've become convicted of, and for those that don't, we either kind of are or we're not. And this kind of makes this idea that people are just reading less and the Bible is a book, it makes it clear that if we're really going to continue to spread the gospel and bring the good news to people, that it has to be more and more through different means and different methods, you know, like podcasting. And I think those ideas make some people uncomfortable. And at the same time, it's exciting for others. And we always hope that in these kinds of questions that we can come up with a, a black and white or a definitive answer or to at least hopefully come up with something more concrete than the way we were feeling before we asked the question. You know, too many times we hinge everything on a black and white or a definitive answer when in many cases, as we talked about this afternoon, over the course of the sermons that we have listened to over the last year and the podcast episodes, we always come up with a lot of the same messages As far as how do we deal with these things, we talk about words like balance, and we talk about being in constant prayer and reading the Bible, and those things always come back, and those are things that bolster our faith, and those are always the things that we realize that we need in our lives if we're going to go at these questions from a faith perspective because we have no other choice. I just really took heart in the story that Edwin told about how the scriptures really brought him through a very, very dark and painful time in his family's life. And I thought, that's really what this is all about, is if we're ever going to have a part in, in sharing the gospel and really making an impact for someone to change their mind then it really has to be our stories. And I know that that's difficult because way too often the kind of stories like he shared and and the like are very difficult for us to speak about. So we don't usually go too far out of our circle to share those kinds of stories because it's not safe and it's not comfortable. But if you think about who is in our circle as Christians, who's in our circle is more than likely other Christians. While there's nothing wrong with Bringing somebody else up and supporting someone and sharing with someone this journey that you're on, how much of an impact could it make if we were willing to share those stories with someone who isn't a believer or who's maybe a skeptic or maybe someone who's been damaged by the church or by organized religion or just by life in general? What kind of an impact would that have if we were willing to share those stories, our stories and our pain with? those people that would see the pain that we've been through and see us on the other side or in whatever state of recovery that we're in, but that we're relying on the word of God. It puts our belief in center stage. And it says, this is what I believe. You know, is the Bible really inspired by God? Yeah. My actions say that it is. And Who decided what would be included and how do we know they chose correctly? They chose correctly because look at me. I am taking to heart and letting God work through these words and I'm allowing it to change my life. I'm allowing it to make me a different person. I'm allowing it to lift me up and bring me through. Yeah. Yeah, the Bible's inspired by God. Does it really matter who decided and how it would be included if we really have that faith? We're trusting that God had everything in motion then as he does now, and our lives can be the living and most powerful example that we truly do believe that the Bible is inspired and everything else is just all on God. So again, my apologies to everyone. I really wish we could have had this conversation broadcast that we had this afternoon because it was really, really good. But we will be working on those issues throughout this week. And before we begin to tape next week, I guess there's a first time for everything. It took 118 episodes for us to actually leave the church without an episode that we had thought we had on tape. So here we are. Okay. So this week, one of our FHC takeaways asked, from your perspective, what is the greatest evidence that the Bible is indeed God's word?" This week, one of our FHC takeaways asked from your perspective, what is the greatest evidence that the Bible is indeed God's Word? And again, as last week, I'm not expecting anyone to respond, but take a little self-introspection and look at your perspective and challenge yourself to be more transparent, more open, a little more trusting of sharing with others things that Eh, we might not want to be too crazy or too uncomfortable or share something too personal. But there are instances in our lives that we can ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind when we are witnessing to someone or someone's asking us for help or they're asking us for advice and things that we can share that lets people see that, you know what, Christians people that claim to be Jesus followers, we have the same issues and we have the same trials that they do, but we really are trusting in God's word. And we really are putting our faith in him that the advice that we receive and the prayers that we ask for that are answered or unanswered, but that the faith that we have in the power of those prayers really does make a complete difference in our lives here. And that might be just enough to break the ice for them to want to know more, plant that seed and let the Holy Spirit continue to make it grow. So, something to think about for us this week. All right. Upcoming this week is going to be part four of our great question series featuring Donna Bersky. That's going to continue on these questions from our young adult community. Her question is How do I know what voices to allow to speak into my life, including media, friends, and even spiritual influencers? So, she's going to be speaking at all three. And I know what you're thinking, wait a minute, all three. But that includes our new FHC Winter Park location, which launched last Saturday, was their first week. So she will be preaching at first and second at the Orlando campus. And then in the afternoon at 5 p.m., she will also be speaking at the Winter Park location. Now, the good news is we've had Donna on our podcast before And Donna is a unique individual and has different insights and she's going to be preaching on the same subject matter – that whoever is preaching at the Orlando campus will be preaching on each week. So she will bring a little bit different perspective. And so we're also going to monitor what they're doing over at Winter Park and the conversations that might go a little bit differently with them than they do at the Orlando campus. And we'll be using some of their notes as well as we prepare for the podcast each week. So that'll be something new for us to look forward to. So that's going to do it for this week. I want to say a very special thank you to Edwin again for taking on and trying to tackle two really, really large questions this week and preaching for both messages. And also want to thank the people that came aboard and did the panel discussion. You can find the panel discussion and the messages on our website, hospitalchurch.org. And also thank you, Edwin, for just coming this afternoon and having a great conversation. I only wish that we had been successful in capturing it. As always, thank you to Andy and Tom In Abel this week for trying to squash the technological gremlins. Unfortunately, this was not our week, but hopefully next week is when we are back on Wednesday for episode 119. As always, thank you to you for listening and have a great week.